Underbaked is the bread you hold. I cannot take you, my good soul. Rhys was deeply saddened, for he longed for the lady with all his heart. The next day, with high hopes, he took a loaf of bread that was completely cooked, but not overdone and burnt. This time, when the lady appeared, Rhys stepped into the waters of the lake and offered her the bread. She looked at it and then at him, saying with a merry smile, Good is the bread you give to me, but will loving promises last always? Rhys blushed and stammered out his love to her, asking her to be his wife. The lady said to him, Bride I will be, by your side I will stay, but strike me three blows and I'll quickly away. I will never ever strike you, Fries promised. But much to Fries's disappointment, she dived back under the waters. He was about to turn home for milking, thinking that his wooing had all been for nothing, when he saw three people emerge from the lake. There was an elderly man of noble appearance and two ladies, both looking exactly the same. The old man greeted Fries politely. Which of my two daughters is the one you love? If you can choose the right one, then I will gladly consent to your wedding this very day. Fries looked and looked, but not a hair of difference could he tell between them. He was about to give up and guess when he noticed that the one on the right had moved her foot forward very slightly and it was then that he noticed that the two daughters had fastened their sandals very differently. He gestured to the lady on the right and said, This is the one for me. The old man of the lake nodded his head. You are right indeed. Now, you must be a kind and faithful husband to her, and I will give my daughter a dowry of as many animals as she can count without drawing breath. The old man called out, Sheep! And out of the lake, onto the shore, there came a line of sheep. The lady started to count. One, two, three, four, five, one, two, three, four, five, one, two, three, four, five, over and over until her breath ran out. Rhys thought to himself, They cannot have to count very much in the land beneath the lake if they can never count beyond five. But he kept his thoughts to himself, in case he would appear rude. Then the old man called out goats, horses, and cattle while his daughter counted. When she had finished, the mountain pass was full of beasts which she and her new husband drove down to the valley. Having so many animals made Hrys very prosperous. He was able to move to a new farm near the village of Muthvi, where he and his wife lived happily for many years with their three sons. Frise's mother lived long enough to see and play with her grandchildren before she died, happy to see the family's fortunes restored and the great love that was between Frise and the strange woman he had brought down from the mountain to be his bride. The lady from the lake might say little, but she was a good mother to her children. Now, one day there was to be a christening party some distance away to which they were invited. The lady was reluctant to go because it was too far to walk. 
Then you must take a horse from the field and save your legs, said Rhys. I'll do that, said his wife. But you must fetch my riding gloves from the house, for she still kept her fine white fingers. Rhys fetched them and came out again to find his wife still standing there. Must I do everything, he muttered to himself. But to the lady, he said, I've brought your gloves. Go on, go on, fetch the horse then and playfully struck her with the gloves. The lady drew herself up and looked upon him sadly, saying, New life's beginning, the start of all care, forgetful of blessings, a long road to fare. Bride I have been, by your side I will stay, but strike two more blows and I'll quickly away. And Rhys remembered his promise though he had not meant to break it by striking her with the gloves. He promised to be more careful in future.